The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the raw and uncensored Ambitious Podcast. I'm your host, the original HBIC, Katie Boyd. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh, yeah, here I am, the HBIC Katie motherfucking Boyd. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. I'm like fucking Johnny Carson. Everybody, I just say my name and everybody claps and screams. (laughs) As they should. This is great. And here over to my right is my ride or die, Matt Babine. Thank you. Thank you. Are you ready for this today? I am so ready. This is exciting. <sighs> Today's podcast. Yeah, it's a good one because this I like to just starve you no, to death. That's fine. <laughs> I have a lot to be starved. Go ahead. That's actually very true. Uh, today's <laughs> podcast is all about the top five ways fasting not only has changed my life, but can change your life as well. And before I start anything, I want to read the iTunes review of the week. And it is from Being in Total Control of Himself. How cheeky. And he says, I've been following this podcast as, yes, a male. It's so refreshing to hear a woman talk about things that transcend gender roles, boundaries, self-esteem, daily spiritual practices, as well as nutrition and business right up my alley. More men should listen to this podcast. It would also help men with their relationships as well. Katie, keep doing what you do, lady. I'm redefining the word bitch to being in total control of himself as well. Cheers. That was really nice. Thank you so much being in total control of himself. And please email me at themisfitclub at gmail.com to redeem your $100 gift certificate to use towards anything KBMC related. People don't know, but I do actually train men as well. Yes. And a lot of men come to my sound healings and spirit days. So we do not discriminate at Katie Boyd's Misfit Club. We do not. Right? We do not. We are equal opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Absolutely. Oh, gosh. So I want to start today's podcast with, because you know I'm an old stoic. You are. If you don't know anything about stoics, go and Google that. Because I've been following stoic philosophy since probably I was like fourth grade. And I'm not even joking you. I was just like... So all about the stoicism when I was younger. And Matt is giving me the dirtiest look because he really thinks I'm a nerd. I am a nerd. No, I'm not giving you a dirty look. I'm like, a, it was an amazement. I think I was oh Marcus God. Aurelius in my past life. <laughs> Is that a Napoleon? Oh. <laughs> One of the two that could also be. Maybe Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> or Napoleon Hill. Oh, yes. Not Napoleon better. the French Revolutionary. Yes, he had that too. He's That's a, what I was yeah, talking about. He's a very short, mean man. <laughs> he's very mean. So Athenius, which... Athens, Greece is actually named after. He says, fasting cures diseases, dries up bodily humors, puts demons to flight, gets rid of impure thoughts, makes the mind clearer and the heart purer, the body sanctified and raises man to the throne of God. And I actually really get all the feels when I read this because I have fasted probably for over, I'd say 
20 years. So I started fasting when I was 18 years old and I actually, I didn't do it for weight loss. I actually did it because I wanted to be enlightened. Mm -hmm. And because I studied Buddha and Muhammad and Jesus and all the other um, ascetics and um, asceticism is a lifestyle characterized by abstinence from sensual pleasures, which I don't know why I was trying to do that when I was 18 because that's when you're supposed to be having all the sensual pleasures. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Well, I was just so weird as a kid and I was just so always so different. <laughs> Plus I'm an Aquarius. So I'm like, I'm on a, a whole other um, level, but you know, St. Francis of Assisi was an ascetic. Jesus was an ascetic. Um, Muhammad and Buddha also. And they used fasting to, you know, withdraw and really figure out truly what their path to enlightenment is, mm -hmm. right? So obviously, fast forward 20 years, I'm not really doing it for the spiritual enlightenment, even though that comes along with it. Now I'm doing fasting more for longevity and to, fl to fight inflammation. And it is a great tool to keep weight down because I think we've been so indoctrinated to think that we have to eat six meals a day. And if we don't eat every day that we're going to starve to death and that's just not true. So I'm going to talk a little bit about um, different types of fasting. And then I want to go into the, my top five reasons. That's awesome. So Matt has also been practicing some intermittent fasting with me. Mm-hmm. He uh, tried to do like a two-day fast once, and then his um, penis didn't work correctly. No, that was almost a three-day fast. And then I was like, what the fuck? This fast is no good for me. Yeah, so, so I'm tell I'm out of here. I need a freaking submarine sandwich. So, <laughs> <laughs> so tell them what happened. We, oh. did, a, we did a water fast. So did, this is a long time ago, too. This is like, this like 10 years. years. No, this is like when we first started dating, man. Was it that long? Yes. That's right. I remember it was your birthday weekend, and I think I had something planned. We were going to go away. So anyways, yeah, it wasn't working, and I was not nervous about it. Just, I just didn't feel the same. And I go to the doctor, and he goes, well, what are your symptoms? And he goes, I go, well, my back hurts kind of, and, you know, I, I don't feel good, and the guy's not working. You know, the big guy, <laughs> Big Bernard, is not working. Anymore. Oh, my God. You did and, not just call it Big Bernard. I'm going to gag. It's not working. And he goes, well, you told me all these other uh, symptoms. And aren't you concerned of those? I go, not really. This is the problem. And he goes to me, he goes, well, tell me about what you've been doing. Have you been eating? I says, well, that's funny that you mentioned. I've actually been on a water fast for, for three days. He goes, eat something. You'll feel better. <laughs> and on the way back, I broke my fast with a submarine sandwich from, from Medford. I was in Medford, Massachusetts. Was it an I, Italian grinder? Italian grinder. And that thing, boy, I'll tell you. And, I, and he was right. I left there. I ate that sandwich. We had a beautiful birthday weekend. Oh, my God. The, the big guy the was The reason right. why your back was hurting because your kidneys were cleaning themselves out. God forbid you give your internal organs a rest from all the booze so and all much. the food. Hey, listen, my guys used to booze and food. I'm not fucking with it again. Oh, my God. So now I have Matt on. Um, he does OMAD, which is short for one meal a day. Yeah. So what he does is he gets up in the morning. <laughs> I can't even handle this. Freak. Just the fact that you called your wanker Big, big Bernard That's is like, I, I don't even know what to something. do. Big Bernard. Rest in peace. Okay. Rest in peace. Don't say that. Jesus. Oh, my God. I, I got to get a submarine sandwich. <laughs> so Matt gets up in the morning. He has a couple cups of black coffee. Yes. Matt is a bad boy, and he puts stevia in it because he has I to think. have everything sweet. I like stevia. You don't drink the stevia, but I like it. I like it, too, but I just know that for me, when I put stevia in my coffee or if I use that, mm -hmm. even though it's like, you know, healthy yeah. or whatever, yeah. it makes, it triggers me to want to eat shit. 
Yeah. Like especially sweet stuff. It does, does something to my brain. So Matt gets up in the morning. He has a couple cups of coffee. He'll have water all day. And then usually what he does is like in the afternoon around three, he'll have another cup of black coffee. Yep. And then at night he'll have his one meal, but his one meal will actually be like a full day of calories in one meal. Right. So like last night when he, we came home, we had a sound healing uh, at KBMFC and he had a leftover prime rib that I had cooked mm -hmm. and uh, I made a gravy that was like really high in fat. Very and Nash, high in fat. <laughs> Matt had the crab apple splatters this morning before we <laughs> came like, to the podcast. I was like, that goddamn thing? I go, I'm not going to make it to the podcast. I just hear him in the bathroom like, oh, oh. I'm like, what are you doing in there? He's like, I got the crab apple splatters. Yeah, just talk about everything about my fucking anatomy today. Well, you're the one that calls your penis uh, Big Bernard, so I thought that like all Bets were one, off. You brought it up, so now I'm now I'm on the toilet. I'm I disgusted. did bring it up in more ways than one. That's right. But oh, that was good. You bring it up. And then he had some mashed Constantly. cauliflower. And what else do you have? And I did some sautéed mushrooms. Yes. And that's and that's what you had. It was great. Now I, the queen of Sheba, I'm on a 48-hour fast. So when he was eating last night, I said, "What a peasant!" And I went and took a, a <laughs> bath because <laughs> I looked down at him because I'm like, "You're so weak that you have to eat." Um, so I went and took a bath. I did some of my rituals and then I went to bed and then Matt obviously still drinks alcohol. I so. had a ritual too. Two martinis and then bed. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's working. I feel great. That's amazing. And I'm so I'll happy. Fast, I'll fast today. I'm so happy tonight, for you. And then, you know, if it's not broken, don't fix yeah, it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But I do like to prolong fast. So um, there's a bunch of different ways to fast. So a couple different ways to fast is you can do a bone, a bone broth fast. So you would consume like just bone broth. You can do a juice fast, which I used to do a lot of juice fast when I was younger, um, especially when I was vegan. That was like my go-to thing to feel like rejuvenated. Um, I'm not a big proponent of juice fast unless it's a lot of green juice because a lot of people are like, I'm juice fasting. And then they're drinking like fucking like watermelon juice and all these like really like sugar, sugary juices. <laughs> Might as well have I'm a like, bar. That's right. I'm like, <laughs> dude, go to Love and Flower Bakery and go eat a bunch of macarons. Don't, Don't even get me, me started on that. Go there. That place is, makes me. me so horny. I told Jamie the other day from there, we were back and forth on Instagram. I'm like, if you keep making all these delicious sweets and my fupa keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, I'm going to freaking sue you. Yes. <laughs> she was like, I hate you. But no, it's true. Like sugar is the devil. Yes. So if you're drink, if you're like, I'm on a juice fast and you're drinking all this sugar, probably not the best thing. But if you're doing it on green juice, it's awesome. And then there is um, intermittent fasting. So you can fast for a certain amount of hours a day. So some people do like 16 and 8 where they fast for 16 hours and then they eat in an 8-hour window. Or some of the people do 20 and 4 where they fast for 20 hours and they eat in a 4-hour window. You can do a, uh, a 23 and 1, fast for 23 hours, eat in a one-hour window. So there's all different ways to intermittently fast. Then there is OMAD, which is what Matt does. So he fasts for 24 hours and he eats in probably like you in like a six-second window. Six-second window. he just Everything. inhales ah. food. And then Pearl's sitting next to me at Boston Terrier yes. just looking going, he's eating and I'm going to have some too. Oh, absolutely. So, so they just the eat and yeah. I just gloat and say, weak peasants. <laughs> um, and then there's also prolonged fasting. So prolonged fasting can be anywhere between 48 hours, 72 hours. Um, when I was 24 years old is when um, I really got into like prolonged fasting and I did a 40 day water fast. So 40 days, no food. Um, I definitely was spiritually enlightened after that because I saw Jesus, Muhammad, I saw Buddha, I saw everybody. That's, I saw all of them. Yeah. 
all of the divine deities because you're like yeah. tripping your balls off when you don't eat for that long. If I didn't eat for 40 days, I probably, I don't know what would happen. You know what though? Because I'm a, you know me, Matt, like I'm a Especially sick the fuck. the big guy. In 40 days, he couldn't handle three. Oh God, the big guy. Um, you're really upset. You're like very <laughs> penis centric today for this podcast. Jesus. We should call it the Big Bernard Show. The Big Bernard Show. That's a great show. <laughs> God. Uh, I'll have you on as a guest. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> What's new? Seriously. Um, so then you could do prolonged fasting. Um, and then there's this other thing, which I have only done a couple times and I want to start incorporating it a little bit more into my day, uh, my weekly practice. And it's called a dry fast. So there's a soft dry fast and there's a hard fast or a black fast. So soft dry fast is when you do not consume any liquids but you can still brush your teeth, wash your hands, and, and take showers. Mm. A hard black fast is when you don't eat or drink, touch any liquids, shower, or brush your teeth for more than 24 hours. Mm. Uh, so, I'll, be, I'll be out that day when yeah, you decide to Matt's do Matt's like, one. I won't be around for that. I'm out of here. <laughs> but it's really crazy because a lot of people, and I've been researching this for a very long time, a lot of people who do this dry fasting do it actually after they've lost a majority of their weight and they have like that loose skin. You know when like you lose a lot of and you start looking at yourself and you're like, I was kind of cuter, fatter because everything wasn't like sagging and hanging. I remember you showed me the pictures of that. That, that, that was all the dry fasting. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So dry fasting, what happens is when you shut your body down like that, your body's like, okay, well, what do we do now? And it will just start consuming all of like your old, dead, compromised and dying cells. Mm -hmm. So cells that are not at their optimal level and will consume it and just excrete it, use it as fuel and excrete it as waste. And yep. you really see a huge tightening of people's skin. It's really cool to watch. Yep. So obviously I'm not a doctor. I'm not telling you guys to go fast, but I know some shit. I've been around the block a few times in check my day. With, check with your doctor. Yeah. Check with your drug pushing, <laughs> drug dealer doctors. <laughs> Don't get me started on that. Uh, um, you know, it. when you go to the doctors, it's so funny because I have a friend that went keto and he's been doing some fasting and he's lost 60 pounds. And his doctor, who's obese and has a lot of issues, um, is like, oh, my God, how did you lose all this weight? Like, I want to know. The doctor is asking him how he lost the weight. Yeah, not only the weight, but his cholesterol went down. Yes. Blood pressure medication gone. Yes. Um, Metformin, time. all of that stuff. Yeah. So it's like, you guys, st like sometimes just like not eating, like it's not going to kill you. It's not going to kill you, but we've been indoctrinated to and brainwashed to think we have to eat all the time and we're going to die. Yes. You know, and that's just not true. So that's fasting in a nutshell. And honestly, people have been fasting for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. How the hell did we evolve our species on this earth if we never fasted? Mm -hmm especially like the early hunters and gatherers, the real paleolithic people, there was probably weeks, not just days, but weeks where they couldn't find food. Right. And they, their bodies, our bodies are so smart. It will, you know, burn the body fat as fuel. Your liver will shift over from using glycogen, stored sugar, to using ketone bodies, which is a way cleaner fuel. And, you know, we have to trust that evolution has done some good things for ourselves. So don't knock it till you try it. And fasting has totally changed my life. I think you actually really do, even though you're busting balls. But I think yeah. you actually appreciate fasting. I, I love 
fasting and I and it was hard for me in the beginning because I'm always used to eating something around um, noon to uh, two o'clock in the afternoon yes that was my time to eat because I was just started off intermittent fasting yes which I would eat something around two o'clock and I would eat something with you know high fat protein and very small amount yes. of carbohydrates yes and I stopped doing that and I started waiting until just to dinner and I'll tell you what, because I'm in the car, I work for a healthcare company and I'm always in the car and it's great because I don't have time to eat anyways, unless I'm doing something. Right. And at nighttime, I go right to the dojo to teach martial arts. I am so clear, so focused, so on point, so in the moment and I'm not hungry anymore. My right. crucial part is that 2.30 and I don't think it's even hunger. I think it's just conditioning. It's, it's like, mental. It's 2.30, it's time to eat. It's 2.30, it's time right. to eat. And then once I get over that 2.30 hump, and if I'm doing it every day, I get through it pretty easily. And, and the busier I am, if you're going to fast, my suggestion is do Be it busy. when you're busy. Yes. When you're moving and you go. If you're home, it's very hard. When I'm home just with nothing to do, yep, I'm going to fast today. Oh, yeah. There's the fridge. See, it come, doesn't bother how come, me. How come Pearl's eating? Yeah. You're pissed that the dog is eating. You're like, that's bullshit. You know what I mean? Start eating her food. <laughs> You're not you could looking. eat Pearl's food. It's all organic and grass-fed. She's a very spoiled pup. Yeah. But I think that it's funny because I think back uh, to like when we first started dating and I would like make Matt his like all his meals and I would pack them in like a special container. And then at night he would bring his container in and try to sneak it by me. And I would like open the container and all the food would be in there. And I'm like... Dude, you didn't eat any of the meals. He's like, Katie, I don't have fucking time for this shit. Blah, 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 blah. And it was like constant food waste. And I waste. was full, right? Because you made me always really good food. And I would eat like the one meal. And I'm like, three hours later, I'm not hungry. Right. But that's how people you. That's how people taught you know, health and well-being yes. and fitness. And losing so it's have breakfast. And then you have a snack. Then you have lunch. Then you have a snack. Then you have dinner. Then you have a snack. And, so the, and what about the old one? Oh, I'm sorry. Go seven ahead. meals a day. I mean, oh, that's unhurt. That's insane. What, what is it? The breakfast starts your metabolism going. Oh, my God. That's it's actually the opposite. It's the opposite. Don't eat, and then your metabolism right. is going to go. And you already fasted probably six to eight hours if you were sleeping, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. So keep up the fasting. <laughs> keep it going. So, okay. I'm going to tell – there's a million things that I could have said here, but I wanted to choose my top five things. Yeah. Okay? So fasting actually boosts, boosts growth hormone. So human growth hormone is crucial in the maintenance of lean mass, both muscle and bone. And one of the major concerns of fasting, and you hear this all the time, is nice. if I fast, I'm going to lose all my muscle. Right? I'm like, okay, Arnold Schwarzenegger, settle down. You're not going to lose all your muscle. (laughs) And that's not true. In fact, the opposite happens. Fasting is extremely muscle sparing. So there's been, I've read thousands of studies over the years about, you know, a, a caloric deficit diet compared to fasting. And it actually was four times better at preserving lean mass. So in addition to this, human growth hormone also has anti-aging benefits. It burns fat. It promotes muscle hypertrophy, um, improves sleep quality and sex drive. And as we age, our human growth hormone levels drop and the negative side effects of aging by protecting your cells telomeres from shortening. So when you fast, growth hormones release in conjunction with the body's response to the lack of nutrients. So it's like when you fast, your body goes under the stress and then what happens is your adrenaline can spike and then your body's like, okay, we need something. We need to get going on this. Yep. And it releases the human growth hormone. So being constantly in a fed state suppresses your body's natural increase of growth hormone because there's plenty of energy that can be used for growth coming from food. Mm. It's okay to skip meals even if it means just to boost your human growth hormone. So think about this. 
Every time we eat, we're actually making our digestive system work. When we fast, we shut our digestive system down because remember this guys, and a lot of people don't realize this, 75 to 80% of energy a day goes to digesting and assimilating your food. So if you could take that away and then redirect that 75%, 80% of energy, think of the shit that you could get accomplished in a day. That's why when I write my blogs or I write my podcast or I write my books or my programs, I'm always in a fasted state because it just makes me focus because you become like, I think like almost superhuman. And what I love about it is while well, you have more time, your body has more time because it's not digesting the food. So it starts looking for what can I clean up in here, guys? And the cells start to go to work. And I mean, just what I learned from you yes. is this, it's autophagy, yes. right? So now you go in there. Now your body has all this free time to say, hey, this needs to be repaired. Hey, I need to look at this. So it really, it's, a ma- it's right. magical. But it what really is your is body magical. usually doing? Just... Digesting time food. to make the donuts, just yeah. digest, digesting, 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 digesting. digesting. Yeah. And, then, and then it's like people after they eat, they get sleepy because your body has to take energy and redirect the energy to digest the food. So it's not sending energy to your brain to think, to do, to achieve, to aspire. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So that's number one. Number two, and this is, I think, for a lot of women, especially this is super important. Mm. Fasting fights inflammation. So whether you're intermittently fasting or you're doing prolonged fasting, this, all the studies that I've read have been shown to significantly, significantly reduce inflammation. So excessive inflammation, as we all know, can be linked to chronic disease such as diabetes and autoimmune disease, dementia and obesity. They're actually calling Alzheimer's disease now type 3 diabetes because actually the sugar is what's breaking people's brains down. So the sugar is, um, ruining like the connections in our brain, Mm -hmm. our neural networks are starting to come undone and our synapses aren't being able to be fired. Right. Remember like they're wired together. They fire together. When the sugar starts to degenerate the brain tissue, everything starts to come undone. And that's why people like can't remember. And that's the early stages of, you know, Alzheimer's and dementia. And hangriness. Right? Oh, so now you, now you, more than now, anything, now you I don't want to be hangry. <laughs> now you, now you, get, you get all that sugar pumped in you, right? You get angry really quickly oh. if you don't have food or if carbo- I cheat, carbohydrates. If I cheat on my oh. meal plan, if I go off keto <laughs> and I eat like pasta or like some sweets, the next day... I am like a fucking raped ape. Run for the fucking holes. Oh, oh. <laughs> like I wake up with a hair across my ass. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. just so bad. And it's funny because years ago when we ate like normal, normal, normal people, people, like the standard there's American nothing, diet. normal about us. No. When we ate like standard American diet, <laughs> that's our constant state of life. Like you're always just angry and bitchy and hangry and waiting for your next meal. And I need more carbohydrates and I need more sugar. And like it's just so bad. So if you think about it, Inflammation is our body's attempt to protect itself by removing damaged cells and irritants. It's like when you do legs really hard at the gym. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done legs like really hard oh, at the gym? God. And the next day, like you're like, I can't even sit on the toilet. And then I like go to put my jeans on and like, well, yeah, I can't even put my legs in the jeans. You're limping around the house if you do calves too right? much. Oh, that's <laughs> the, worst. the worst. And it's all, what it, that's from is from inflammation because, you know, you micro tore muscles so then your body has to inflame itself to go in and do the work and put out the fire. So inflama- inflammation is normal, but it's when it's excessive inflammation is the problem, right? Yeah. So Matt had hit on the topic of autophagy. So autophagy is when the body cleans up old or damaged cells. And it's the body's way of repairing 
repairing itself. It uses the damaged or defunct cells as fuel and excretes it as waste, leaving you with only high functioning cells, right? So chronic inflammation is obviously, as we know, a result of our lifestyle factors. So like, you know, poor diet, stress, gut health, food intolerance. Like people will say to me, like, I'm lactose intolerant. And then you see them like eating cheese. I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? But I just love cheese. I got to eat it. I'm like, if you know something's not good for you, why are you putting it in your body? And then top that off with lack of exercise and you're just constantly exhausted. And that will always keep you in an inflamed state. And what people have to understand is chronic inflammation is what leads down the path to disease such as cancer, diabetes, and a slew, a host of other issues. Cardiac Yeah, it's so crazy. I mean, I had so much, I, I just thought it was old age or getting older. Remember I told you <laughs> yes. how, how cramped up my body was? Yes. I'm like, I can't move my body anymore. I must have broken it down from martial arts. Yes. Just maybe this is just the aging. No, I had like a huge, huge gluten intolerance. Gluten intolerance, and I can just touch a little bit of gluten. Boy, it throws my body off. Or even carbohydrates. But he still touches the gluten, people. I do, I do. But it's very how much? How often? Though? No, like Not once every often, two weeks. Right? You and go to Ralphie's. You eat your chicken palm. <sighs> With your linguine, your whole fucking loaf of bread <laughs> with 50 sticks of butter. And the next day I pay for it. I'm like, oh God, this is awful. But it's okay if you say to yourself, I'm going to go and I'm going to do this. And I know I'm going to pay for this for like two days. But it's when you constantly are like in the cycle of like, I can't get off the merry-go-round. You right. know, that's the problem. Right. So number three, this is huge for me. I don't really, Matt doesn't use his brain much, but I do. (laughs) So for me, it boosts brain Uh. function. Again, studies show that fasting not only helps improve your moods, but more importantly, improves how your brain functions by boosting the production of a protein. Ready Mm. for this, Matt? Mm. Called brain-derived neurotrophic factor or BDNF. BDNF activates brain stem cells to convert into new neurons and triggers numerous other chemical reactions that promote great neural health. That's why you're able to learn all this stuff is because right now you haven't eaten for 48 hours. No shit. Right? I should go play the fake piano (laughs) and learn some Portuguese too, right? You should. You'll be ready for it. This is unbelievable. (laughs) Oh God. This boost is also linked to protecting against issues as we talked about before, Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease, among many others. So remember this, fasting is a challenge on your brain and your brain responds to that challenge by adapting to stress response pathways that help your brain cope with stress and disease risk. So fasting increases the production of protein in the brain, which turn promotes the growth of neurons, the connections between neurons and the strength of the synapses as we spoke about before, right? So when you're in a fasted state as well, like we talked about before, your liver actually switches and turns over from using glycogen to ketone bodies. And ketone bodies are a way cleaner fuel source to use than sugar because ketone bodies are a steady state of energy where like, you know, you have a little sugar, you go up for a little bit, you feel good. And then what happens? Crash. And then what happens? Hangry. Hangry. Wow. Isn't it amazing though? All of the stuff that we've, we're told as kids, (laughs) don't go outside without a coat. You're going to catch an ammonia. Uh, you know, oh, cold God. is bad. Wet hair. Uh, wet hair will kill you. Oh, man, I don't have that problem anymore, but I did have wet My hair. My grandmother used to be like, don't go outside with wet hair. I'm you know? like, oh, whatever. Uh, you have to eat or you'll starve to death. You need to eat something before you leave the house because it creates brain function. It actually creates brain fog. You won't survive if you leave and don't eat. And it's like the opposite, right? Your body is so smart that it is not going to start throwing vital organs over the side because no. you didn't eat for a few days or whatever the case may be. It's going to get rid of what? The fat. 
that. Like Absolutely. It's like a ship trying to get rid of, yeah. you know, if it's sinking, it's not going to throw the captain out first. He's right. the one who's going to save the exactly. damn thing. Exactly. Right? So, pretty cool. Good, good ship good analogy, stuff. Matt. Yeah. It's very Titanic yeah. of you. Very Titanic of me. <laughs> Number four, and this is a huge <laughs> one for me, and I know Matt has been a true testament to, to watch all this mm. as well. Fasting actually helps you live with less. I know that sounds crazy because you think fasting is about, like, just not eating and just yeah. drinking water or whatever, whatever fast you choose to do. But for me, when I really started fasting is when I really started cutting out things that were non-essential to my life. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because you just get out of that with a carbohydrate fog and you start seeing all this shit around you. Like, I got to get rid of all this shit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like clutter, on? like clutter in your home, um, cluttering relationships, yeah. like everything. You know, it's taught me so many life lessons. It's pretty much amazing. And, you know, people are like, how could that work like that? I'm like, it totally does. Well, well, I didn't believe you. You said, you know something, when you fast and you get to a certain weight level where you're happy, you're going to look at things different. I'm like, ah, they're not really even connected. And I don't think it's like that at all. And I'm like, oh my God, when I started doing these practices with you, yes, it took my spiritual practice to the next level and just my desk in my, you know, at home, your I'm money mindset, money mindset, need, need, being neat, what you need, what you don't need. You have more time to think because you're not looking for the next meal. Absolutely. All the time, right. So it really is life changing. No, I a hundred percent. So, so, you know, try this, really, really try this. Like, even if you fast, like sometimes when I fast, I'll say like, okay, I'm going to fast today and I'm going to take a couple hours and I'm going to like go through my kitchen drawers and just like get rid of stuff. Or I'm going to like go through my clothes and maybe donate some stuff. Like it really helps you just like purge. So you're physically purging, but you're also like mentally, emotionally, psychologically purging as well. Right. And as I've talked about here on the podcast before, when I really started getting into prolonged fasting, is when I donated, sold, or gave away over 70% of my personal belongings. Mm -hmm. And that was just so uplifting and liberating to not be weighed down constantly, mm -hmm. you know, by that all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. And last but not least, this has helped me also. And I know you, didn't, you don't have a food addiction. I do. You don't have a food addiction. You know, I didn't think I did until I had that, um, that with chocolate and peanut butter bar. <laughs> That I had. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, like three weeks, two weeks ago. Well, last week I had this chocolate and peanut butter bar, and I don't even really care for sweets. I'm telling you, when you don't eat that much, that kind of food, and then you I eat it, it, it's a drug. It was like whoa. I feel like unbelievable. Absolutely. And I, was like, I could see now, and I never got it. How you could be addicted to bad food like that because oh I haven't but I can see it now big time so this is my challenge to each and every one of you guys especially if you have food addiction which so many of us on this earth have food addiction we use the food to mask uncomfortable feelings um, I am the number one food addict of the world like and I out myself right here and I'll tell you that try to take 24 hours Wake up, maybe start tomorrow after you listen to this podcast, take 24 hours and say, okay, I'm going to get up in the morning, I'm going to have my tea, black tea, black coffee. If you want to be a bad boy like Matt, you can put a stevia in it because it won't spike your blood sugar. And 
try to go one full day without eating. So drink a ton of water. You can have tea. You can have soda water. You can have Pellegrino. You can have seltzer water, whatever. Um, Lemon water. You can have apple cider vinegar in your water, whatever. Do it for 24 hours and see what a difference. You start to really realize like that when you have uncomfortable feelings, you would do what? Go to food. Oh, I had a bad day. I'm going to go eat pasta. I had a a stressful day. I'm going to go, you know, eat up half a fucking funfetti cake. (laughs) Not that I've ever done that in my life or anything. But it does make you feel good for the moment. Oh, it's like what my grandmother used to have a magnet on her fridge. It said, um, a moment on the hips forever on the lips. (laughs) I'm like, that makes me want to eat out of your fridge. So try to do that 24 hours. Try to do a water fast and see how much it starts to make you realize how addicted you are to food. So that's my two cents on fasting. Fasting has changed my life. I will always have fasting be part of my life in some way. I hope you guys gained so much knowledge from this and inspired you to be more ambitious than you already are. And like I always say, see you next Tuesday. Good job, babe. That was awesome. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.